For many years, Silent Hill Origins was the only main Silent Hill title I had never finished. There were a few reasons for this. I owned the game on PlayStation 2 when it was originally a PSP title, and I had a lot of trouble with the gameplay. I was constantly stuck. But truthfully, if I'd wanted to, I could have kept pushing through. But I never felt the drive. I had fallen prey to the idea it was a bad game. Because for a long while, that was the dominant idea in the West. And even when I had, for years, been a defender of the Western games, Origins continued to be the black sheep I never really paid attention to. In over 90 episodes, I have touched upon the title once. And it's never had its own episode. Now, having finished it for the first time, I have a far better appreciation for the game, both its strengths and flaws. And yes, the reason many Western fans don't like the game is valid. The way the game attempts to shoehorn itself into the first game's plot is clumsy. A whole video will have to be done to discuss the history and the reasons why this occurred and why it went so poorly. But this is about the game's strengths. How Silent Hill Origins as an experience is unique among the series, save for one other title. Silent Hill Homecoming is also unique in a similar way, which I've touched upon before. Both games have a sense of realism, of culture and community that is American, in a way none of the other games do. And that is a strength, as it gives the games a unique atmosphere the other titles don't have. That's not to say it's a weakness to not have this atmosphere. The original games have the opposite effect. Being made by Japanese people, creating a story about a western town, the early titles have an alienating, inhuman feeling to them, like we've fallen down a well into a world that is almost right, but not quite. The characters have no traits, no aspects or appearances that could place them in the United States, Nothing that really grounds them as American people. I could not tell you if Henry was born in the North or South. I couldn't tell you if Heather grew up on the coast or inland. But I could tell you quite a lot about Travis Grady. Now, it is true Origins was made by a British team and not an American one. But the original concept and Travis's character was developed by an American team who would eventually have to walk away from the project. Not to mention, British cultural history is undeniably closer to the American than it is the Japanese, and we have a lot of history, language, and storytelling styles in common. Westerners created Travis, and as a result, he looks and feels like a person I might meet on the street of my hometown. His dress, his mannerisms, his speech, and even his job place him as a very real person at a crossroads of culture and locations in the United States, which makes the horrors of the town all the more real. Where the older Silent Hill games feel like an alien out-of-body experience, like a vivid and horrifying dream, Origins and Homecoming, for an American like myself, feel like an all-too-close encounter. One of the more obvious examples of what I'm discussing is the Shepherd's House in Homecoming. From the layout of the house to the choice of items and decor, this house feels American. This is a home from my town 
turned into a twisted nightmare. Travis and many of the locations he goes to in the game and much of the dialogue he has feel far more real and visceral for how grounded he is in the American experience. His dialogue with his mother and father has language choices and styles of speech that mirror the lived experiences of people from this area. His job, too, places him in a real economic and social place in American society, where characters like Henry and James had little of that history, and felt far more like ghosts hovering between the lines of American life. The locations feel more familiar as well. A sense of recognition while walking into a twisted nightmare feels wrong, yet it happens time and again in Origins. The Riverside Motel has the classic layout of your typical just-off-the-highway American motel, and the Artaud Theater resembles small local theaters I've spent many a night at. The Japanese games don't entirely feel wrong, per se, but they are missing the details and the small touches that you'd only know if you lived there, which make the locations feel ominous. It's the difference between seeing an American in a film say, How is everyone doing? and an American saying, How y'all doing? Both are right, but one feels far more uniquely American. It's eerie to see something familiar, something close to home, turn on you when that familiarity becomes horror at how dark, violent, and awful the place can become. The Japanese games build upon feelings of alienation, loneliness, and feeling adrift from the world. The Western ones build upon a feeling of familiarity that becomes horror and contempt. It's a different and fresh take on Silent Hill, when considered in the timeline of releases. Four Silent Hill titles from Japan had been released, each with dropping sales, and sending the games westward to infuse new life in them wasn't a bad idea. This Americanized Silent Hill hits differently. For me, it feels like looking into your TV screen only to see the monsters meeting your eyes and staring right back at you. And it hits differently for other cultures as well. Where Silent Hill 4, the Japanese game, was a colossal failure in Japan, Origins was well-received and well-liked by Japanese fans, and Travis is one of the most popular characters there. Origins has its flaws most of which stem from poor management, budget cuts, Konami's decisions, and ultimately, the choice to have one of the first Western projects be associated with the greatest horror game of all time, forcing it to constantly be compared with its older, more popular Big Brother, standing in its shadow instead of letting the project stand on its own. Origins, as an American horror experience about a truck driver and possible serial killer coming to Silent Hill, might have been my favorite game in the whole series. But in spite of those flaws and the troubled history, what we do have is a fascinating experiment, and a great example of how the creativity of multiple cultures can collide and create fascinating tapestries. How a Japanese development team can create a concept based on American culture, and other teams from other cultures build upon it later, creating layers of context and meaning. I honestly hope, if we do see more Silent Hill in the future, that we receive both Japanese-developed titles and titles from other cultures. It's good for creativity to vary the people, cultures, and styles brought to the table, and it's good for Silent Hill for multiple viewpoints to be given a chance to shine. Origins, a blend of American and British experiences and artistic styles, 
creates a beautiful and haunting story which may stumble at times, but nevertheless is something quite unlike any other horror game you can find. After all, what other game lets you play as a truck driver? Thank you for listening to this week's Silent Hill Symbolism. It's been a bit of a rough month, but I hope to get back on track soon. If you like my work and you'd like to support it, please consider becoming a member through Patreon or YouTube, or you can buy my books to read more about my research. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all next time.